Hello and welcome to the 215 Workman's Podcast. My name is Brother Robert Reynolds. I'm from KJB Right Division Radio in Lipa City, Batangas, Philippines. This is the podcast on myself and Brother Landon Dunn, and we appreciate y'all being with us today to hear this message that Brother Landon has for you. And we pray that it's a blessing to you and a help to you. And pray that it helps you learn to rightly divide the word of truth. Amen. Alright, so uh, what Brother Landon is going to do today is he's going to do uh, part two of like and as. Alright, like and as. So here is Brother Landon. Several weeks ago we did a message on like and as. I know it's been about several weeks, but today we're going to pick back up and we're going to continue on with the second part here. And on the message, it'll be part two of Like and As. Like and As. So if you would, go ahead and open up your Bible with me this evening. We're going to be in the book of Romans in chapter four. Amen. Romans chapter four. Okay, and if you're there, we're going to read verses 3 down to verse 5. Beginning right here, the Bible reads, For what saith the Scripture, Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Now to him that worketh is a reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. Verse 5, But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Amen. Notice with me right here this evening, and continue on with Lachanaz. If you remember when we was in the last when the last study with this, remember we said Lachanaz is you know it's not that, but it's like that. So if you notice with me right here, we got on one hand we got Abraham. Right here on the other hand, we got the church, abbreviated the body of Christ. The first thing we're going to look at between the two of these, and we're going to, we're going to go through these, however the Lord leads with this, we're going to notice the contrast in salvation-wise, or you know how salvation was, with Abraham, and then how it is with the body of Christ, amen, the church. You know, notice the first thing, we're going to look first off, if you remember right here in our text where it said count it for righteousness. Righteousness. Okay. With being counted for righteousness, we're going to look at first, you know, for how how it is for the church over here and how it is how it was with Abraham. You notice whenever Abraham, whenever his faith was counted for righteousness, if you notice, it was when he believed God. And that was in verse 3. So look right here in verse 3. It said, For what saith the scripture, Abraham believed God, and it was, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. So the faith of Abraham, we see that as whenever he believed God. And this is that's when his faith was counted for righteousness. But there's a question that we gotta ask here. What was Abraham believing? Amen. Well, in order to find the, the answer to this question, if we look back in Genesis chapter 12, let's look back and turn back in Genesis chapter 12. In chapter 12, 
We're going to look at the first four verses. Because what was Abraham believing? We'll look right here. It says, Now the Lord has said unto, said unto Abram, Now it's before his name was changed unto Abraham. It said, Now the Lord has said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. And for, verse 4 says, So Abram departed, as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him, and Abram was seventy and five years old when he when he departed out of Haran. So you say, well, what was Abraham? What was Abraham believing? Well, he was he was believing in what God had told him. So he was believing what God told him, and that's where Abraham got his faith. But if you come over here to the church, you know, for us, how are we counted as righteous? Well, if we would flip back to our text, amen, back in Romans, amen, in the book of Romans right here back in our text, Actually, let me go ahead and write this out. For us, our righteousness, as we'll see in verse 5, I'm going to write, write this out and then we'll read verse 5. It is, see, believeth on him, and that means his faith. Like I said, that's in verse 5. So look right here in verse 5. It says, But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Now so far right here we see already, and I noticed this with them when I was in the Independent Baptist Church. They say, well, Abraham was saved the same as we are today here in the church age, they say Abraham was looking forward to the cross. And we today, we're saved by looking back to the cross. And that's a, and that's a pretty common independent Baptist teaching. But we're going to notice something. That's just that statement alone. That's, that's simply, it's not true. The scriptures do not back that. You know, that's just an oversimplification of the scriptures. And the scriptures does not teach that. Right. They say, well, for us today, you know, we believe on him, which just about the ungodly, you know, his faith is counted for righteousness. You know, us today, we we that believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, our faith is counted for righteousness because it's the work of God on the cross that we put our faith in. You know, whenever Jesus shed his blood, you know, Romans chapter three, verse twenty five, right there on the cross it says for for whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood. You know, we're putting our faith in his blood. And according to the gospel, you know, we're in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 3, you know, it was how that Christ died for our sins. You know, according to the scriptures, verse 4, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. Once we place our faith in that, in that alone, in the Lord Jesus Christ, in Him alone, that's when we get our faith counted to us for righteousness. But with Abraham, they said, well, well, Abraham was saved by looking forward to the cross. Abraham was saved by looking forward to that sacrifice for his sins. Well, we were right back there in chapter 12 of Genesis. Did, did God say, because you know, in, in our text, you know, that... 
For if Abraham were justified by works, he would have the glory. For what says Scripture, Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. Well, he believed God, and we read it right there in Genesis chapter 12. Abraham believed God. He did what God told him to do. And it says right here in our text, his faith was counted for righteousness. Do we see the death, burial, resurrection in Genesis chapter 12? No, so what we're seeing in the voice on Genesis chapter 12 was the Lord telling Abraham, you know, for him and his family, you know, get, get, and what, and we saw Lot went with him, but God told uh, Abraham, he said, get thee out of thy country. You know, he told him, he said, the country that you're in, get up, you need to get up, you need to get out of there. You're going to go where I tell you to go. And by faith, you know, Abraham, by faith, Hebrews chapter 11, by faith, Abraham, yes, yep. he obeyed God and he did what God told him to do. But that faith that was counted to him for righteousness, that's not the death, burial, and resurrection. That's not Jesus Christ dying for his sins. He was just simply obeying what God told him to do. So let's notice something. Let's notice something. In Genesis... Chapter 22, verses 1 to 13. Let's look look back in Genesis. Let's look at the first the first thirteen verses. It said, And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here am I, here I am. And he said, Take now thy son, thine only son, Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell thee of. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass and took, and, and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and clave the wood for the burnt offering and rose up and went unto the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up, lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto, said unto his young men, Abide ye here with the ass and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife. And they went both of them together. And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and said, My father. And he said, Here am I, my son. And he said, Behold the fire and the wood. But where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Now let's just stop there for a second. But he said, where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Okay. Now right here, this is where we get the types. Because you know what like, like I said within the Independent Baptist Church, they said, well, Abraham was saved by looking forward to the cross. Mm-hmm. Well, right here we already see the typology right here in this. Because he said, well, he said right there in verse 7, and I, this is coming from Isaac. It said, And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father, and said, My father, and he said, Here am I my son. And he said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Well, we know today that Jesus Christ was our substitution. You know, yes. He was a propitiation. He was our lamb. He was heaven's lamb. And he was sent to be slain. You know, in typology, you know, Jesus Christ is our lamb. Amen. The typology being that he was the lamb, but he literally died in our place for our sins. That was literal, but in type, he is our lamb. But here physically, you know, like I said, like in as, here literally, Isaac is looking for a lamb and the wood to go into the fire for a burnt offering. You know, he's looking for that fire and for, and for that sacrifice. 
But let's continue on. And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. And you know, he did. Later on in the future, he did. Jesus Christ. But right here in the context, but we can't just skip through time and skip through all the passages of Scripture and just fit the future into today and say, well, Abraham was saved the same. No. That's, right, That's rejecting the context. Continuing on. And God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went, both of them together, and they came to the place which God had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood, because Isaac was going to be the, the, the sacrifice. And Abraham stretched forth his hand, and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called out, called out unto him out of heaven, and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, from me. And that's a type of, right there, that's a type of Jesus Christ, because you know, Jesus Christ was God's only son. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. We're right here on the altar, that's not Jesus Christ. On the altar, that was Isaac. Yep. But we can't take it, but we cannot take a type and make that the actual article right here. We can't say, well, because we see the typology, that we just naturally just assume back and say, well, because we see it right here, well, then automatically Abraham saw it. No, Abraham was simply obeying what God told him to do. Yes. Just because we see from reading on in Scripture, we see that Abraham went to, went to, lay, he went to slay his son Isaac. That's not the same as in the future. It's like, are we understanding the differences between types and the literal? We can't just take the two and cram them together and say, oh, it's the same. It is the same. Whenever Abraham offered up his, his son Isaac as the offering, that was the same as Jesus Christ. So, so automatically Abraham was saved the same. The scripture doesn't say that. That's right. Verse 12, and he said, Lay not thy hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, from me. Verse 13, And Abraham lifted up his eyes, and looked, and behold, a, behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram, and offered him the ram. Look, and he offered the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. See, if that was the same as today, then we would see the law mixed into salvation today. And I know Abraham was before the time of the law. I know that. But as I've said in the messages previous, before in the past, we see things that Abraham was doing that was the same as in the law as it was right there, because you don't enter the law, they had to offer burnt offerings. They had they had to offer up a blood sacrifice for sins. Right here, he offered up the ram caught in a thicket. That was right there. That was the burnt offering. That's where he got his justification. Because today, you know, as Bible believers, you know, you know, today we are saved by faith alone, and we are also we're justified by faith alone. Now we saw Abraham got his imputed righteousness. He was counted as righteous whenever he believed God. You know, when God told him to get out of the land and go, and go get you out of the land and go for where I told tell thee of. Right there, he obeyed God, and he got God's imputed righteousness. But you know, he had he wasn't justified. Well, if he was justified by looking forward to the cross, you know, if he was justified by the cross of Christ, how could that even be? Jesus Christ hadn't even come to this earth, you know, to be born of a virgin. He hadn't went through his, his ministry. You know, as we've seen in the Gospels, he didn't go through his ministry. He didn't yet, not yet, had he gone to the cross, you know, laid down on the cross, bowed, gave, bowed, bowed, bowed his head, gave up the ghost. You know, he didn't do none of this yet. 
Because, you know, Jesus Christ simply had not come yet. Right. How can you trust in something that hasn't came? It doesn't make any sense. You can't put your faith in something that hasn't even happened yet. Come on, brother. But right here we see his justification whenever he offered up the ram caught in the thicket by his horns. That was his justification. You don't need a pen of Baptist. No, he's saved by faith alone. He's, it's always been grace through faith alone in the shed blood of Jesus Christ. From Genesis 1-1 to the end of Revelation, it's by the shed blood of Jesus Christ. It's by faith alone. It's by faith alone. No. Culture and tradition do not override the scriptures. Amen. We are Bible believers. This is my final authority. This book is my authority. I believe this. I don't believe culture and tradition. You know, if the culture and tradition line up with this book, then I take it in effect and I believe it. But if you're just throwing out a, a blind, blatant in the statement and say, well, that's how it was. And then I come in here, I come into this book and I look and I see and it's not there. Then you're a liar. I don't believe what you say. And I just dismiss it and I throw it out of there. Because this is what we follow. But they say, well, he was, he was, he was saved by faith. It's always been by faith alone. They say, well, he wasn't justified by works. Yes. In the Old Testament, under the if you look further on the scripture under the law, whenever somebody offered up the burnt sacrifice, you know, the blood atonement of an animal, that's how they get their sins temporarily remitted. During you know, like like whenever they had the priest coming off of the blood of the animal, offered it offered up for God, up to God for their sins. That's how they got their temporary forgiveness. You no, know, their sins were temporarily remitted. You say, no, no, he wasn't saved. He wasn't justified by works. What? I mean, if you look over to the book of James, look over with me in James chapter 2. Look right, look right here in verse 21. And we're going we're gonna to read verses 21 down to 24. But look right here. It says, Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? And it's a question mark. But I say, well, you can't just... Well, he was asking a question, so you can't say that that's how it was because they were asking a question. Well, I mean, if you remember on, back here in Genesis chapter 22... You know, he went to offer up his son Isaac, but then, but then after the angel of the Lord stopped him, remember he said, he looked, and behold, a ram caught in a thicket. He looked out to the side, he saw a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And it says he took that ram, he said he offered him up for a burnt offering. So that right there, that concludes the host, that includes the whole sentence, the whole topic of what he's talking about. When it said, when he had offered Isaac, his son upon the altar, you know, we know through the context of what he was saying back in Genesis chapter 22, during all that, well, he, he offered up the ram. Well, then it continues on right here because like, well, they suffered by the question and they say, well, it can't be because it's a question. But if we go on with the context, look right here in verse 22, continuing on. It says, Seest thou how faith, because you remember he had faith, and he, was, he got God's imputed righteousness, it was counted to him for righteous when he believed God, Genesis chapter 12. See thou how faith wrought with his works, and by works was his faith made perfect? Yeah, he was justified by his works. Right here it continues on, and it tells you. You see you see how by his by his by faith was his works made perfect. Right there is you see how faith wrought with his works? And by works, because he wasn't justified by works. Oh, and by works, and by works. Was his faith was faith his was his faith made perfect? And the scripture was fulfilled which saith, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. And then you see right here, because this shows that it's different with Abraham. 
then that is as it is today. You see then how that by works. Let's read that again slowly. Let's read it slowly. Ye see then how that by works a man is justified and not by faith only. Not by faith only. We already see right there that's a complete difference. Yes. Abraham had faith and Abraham had works. And those two together is where he got his faith was in was when he, he believed God, did what God told him to do. That's when he got God's faith imputed unto him. That was his faith. And then his works came over during uh, during the burnt offering. So he was still under the Old Testament. They hadn't come over to the book of Hebrews says a better testament. Because Christ is the mediator of the New Testament. They hadn't came to that New Testament yet because he had yet to come yet to be born of a virgin. It didn't happen yet. But come over here. Let's come back over here for the church. Amen. For the church. What do we believe? <laughs> right here in our text, right here in the book of Romans, Let's look at verses 21 to 25. Amen. Romans 4 in our text, verses 21 through 25. Notice right here, it says, And being fully persuaded that, that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. And therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. Now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but for us also to whom it shall be imputed if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. You remember Abraham's justification when he had offered up the ram caught in a thicket? You see then by how by works was his faith made perfect? And you see then how by works a man is justified and not by faith only? For us who was delivered for our offenses, Jesus Christ was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. The ram, the ram was Abraham's justification. Our justification Over in the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 15, verses 1 to 4. You know, and that's the gospel of salvation. And that's how by, if a person is going to be saved today, that's how you're going to get to come to the saving knowledge of Christ. That's how you're going to get saved today. Let's flip over to the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 15, right here, and verses 1 through 4. It says, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preach unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I have preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, According to the scriptures. See, that's already different. That's clearly different than how it was with Abraham. God told him to get get out of the land. Get to that was that I will tell thee of. He he believed. He obeyed. He had faith. He did what God told him. He believed, and therefore he went. But we're book of Hebrews chapter eleven. But 
By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go, he went. There was his faith. Then he was justified according to the book of James. But you know, of course, and it's so sad that independent Baptists do this. But he he was Abraham was justified by his works. He was he got God's imputed righteousness by faith, and then he was justified by his works when he offered up the ram caught in a thicket, according to the book of James. But you know, they don't rightly divide that. Independent Baptists they come over and they they say, Well, like I've heard it personally said. They say, Well, well you, what that means you know, that already they're in error because they, they're trying to explain the way what they say they think that it means. Instead of just simply reading it as it says, and the context tells you who it's talking about. They say, Well, what it means is by my works, I'll show you my faith by my works. Wrong person! It's talking to Abraham. It's talking to those there in the Old Testament. It's not talking today to the church, the body of Christ. It's not talking to us. No, but what, what do we believe? We believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We're trusting in His shed blood and His shed blood alone for our sins. No, it's how that Christ died on the cross. He shed His blood for our sins. And it's by faith that we receive Him by faith. So that's what we believe. You know, no, also, it's, if you notice... It's not It's not by our works. That's right. Because as we saw in the book of James, you see then how that by works a man is justified and not by faith only. But today it's not by our works. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, unless any man should boast. Amen. Today, our salvation is by, it's by faith alone. It's not of works. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. That dismisses James chapter 2 for today. Because James chapter 2 was Abraham. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 is today the church. You know, and we're justified by faith. Romans 5, 1, one chapter over. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So like in as, Abraham was by, he, he, he got it, he had, but he had faith and he had to do works. Today, we have faith without works. Oh, well, we work, but not to be saved. And, 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 that's where, and that's where they get it wrong, because you know, within the independent Baptist church, they want people to work, to show their salvation. Worship salvation comes in. Calvinism comes in. All these things come in, and it's not biblical. They're not separating sonship from salvation. A child of God, yes, is supposed to work. Do they always? No. Are they supposed to? Yes. But we, but today we don't see that. With a lot of Christianity, we don't see it. So because they don't see the works, they just automatically they throw you under the bus. Oh, you're not saved. I didn't see no works coming forth from you. You're not saved. Chapter and verse. But in context, not assumptions, not tradition, not culture. Give me the verse in its context. Because a child of God is saved by faith alone. The scriptures show that. Ephesians 2 9, it's, it's, there's no works today. There's no works that will save. Because clearly put, Romans chapter 5, verse 1, therefore being justified by faith. If you remember back in Romans chapter 4, 
but to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. That's today. That's the church. That's today. But looking right here in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, because today, you know, we're not saved by works. Like, like, like I just said, you know, we're saved by faith alone. But the, but the church today is trying to take works and put it into the gospel because they want to see somebody's fruit. They want to see their works so that they may say, well, because I saw it, then that has to mean to me that I see now that you're saved because you're doing something for Jesus. But if a person put their faith in Jesus Christ and don't do nothing, they're saved because it's not of works. 8 and 9, Ephesians 2. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and not of your, and, that, and that not of yourselves. Because nothing of ourselves saves us. Just faith. Romans chapter 3, verse 25. For whom God has set forth to be a propitiation. Through faith in His blood. Our faith saves. Well, look right here. Because, you know, they don't, in verse 10, they don't separate sonship from salvation. Because right. after 8 and 9, you know, after it shows us that we're saved by faith, and that not of ourselves, it is a gift of God, not of works, not of works, not of works. Come on, Look bro, right here. For we are His workmanship, you know, us that are saved, that have trusted in the Lord Jesus, put our faith in His blood, trusting in His death, burial, and resurrection for our sins. We are His work, for we are His workmanship, created in Christ, you know, by faith. You know, we're, we're put in Christ. It says, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God had for, for before ordained, look right here, that we should walk in them. Yes. We sure. should. It doesn't say that you have to, and if you don't, then you're not saved. No, it says that we should. If a person doesn't walk in them, that doesn't mean they're not saved. It just means they're 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 either, you know, they're they're either a babe in Christ or they're just being disobedient and they're not wanting to do anything for the Lord. Mm. Or it could just mean that the person's scared. Yeah. That's right. Like for me personally, when I was twenty two, I got saved by placing my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, trusting in him, him alone. For the longest time I was scared to death. Like I said me in the too, last buddy. video, I'm an introvert type person. Like when the Lord gets on me, I mean, I'm going to get loud. When the Lord says, do it, I'm going to do it. But personally, I'm an introverted person. You know, I'm, a, I'm a very quiet, you know, very kind-hearted person. But I was, for the longest time, I was scared to death. The thought of, the thought of doing, making messages, of preaching and teaching the Word, the thought of that, for the longest time, it scared me to death. Inside, I was just shaking. It just, I was just, inside, I was just shaking after death. I was scared. Now I know my my brother brother Robert on here brother Robert he was scared too. That's in our that's in our nature, you know. Right. We were we were scared. Yep. That doesn't mean that we weren't saved. Oh yeah, we we got saved. I gave my testimony. Brother Robert gave his testimony. See, we are saved. We, we were put in Christ Jesus that we should. That's right, brother. You see, now, now yes. You know, me, my brother Robert, and other, other brothers in Christ, we're doing what the Lord wants us to do now because we prayed and prayed to the Lord. The Lord has given us strength, and now we, we're going. You know, we're, we're doing what He wants us to do. Praise but even God. in the process, and in the meantime, I still get scared. You know, I haven't arrived. I'll never arrive. I'm just a man. I still get scared. Come like on. I've said in personal time off off of this camera. Like I've, I've told my brother, I still get scared. I have a hard time starting these. I pray to the Lord to strengthen me. Fill me with your spirit. Fill me and use me. But I'm scared to death. Help me to speak. 
Clear my mind of any interruptions. Flow through me easily. Help me. Just use me, please. I get scared still. Am I saved? Yeah. I place my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm saved. Just because I'm doing something now doesn't mean that I wasn't saved then. I was saved then. I'm still saved now. They're just not, they're not separating sonship, you know, what the Christian is supposed to be doing for the Lord from salvation. They're trying to put it into salvation. But you can't do that. You know, we, we can't place works into the gospel of grace. That's right. Look right here in chapter, back in chapter 4 and verse 5 of our text. <clears throat> because if they would just simply obey and read the scriptures and let it say what it says. But to him that worketh not. But. But to him that worketh not. But. Believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly. His faith is counted for righteousness before any works ever show up because right. His faith is counted for righteousness. And that's how we are saved. We're not saved by looking back in, to Abraham, seeing the typology of Abraham, because we see the typology just throwing him into the church age and saying, well, we, it's been the same. Back here in the book of Genesis with Abraham, it's been the same all the way up into the church age of today. On further up into the book of Revelation, it's all the same. No, it's not. The scriptures do not tell you that. That's your culture, and that's, and that's your tradition. Yes. But that's not what the Word of God says. Absolutely. You I mean, yeah, you're coming to the Word of God, but you're twisting it, and you're taking it out of its context. Because the scriptures do, doesn't support that. But that's all I have, that's all I have for this message here this evening. And I just praise that's what's been used so far has been a help and a blessing. And I pray that, you know, what's been shown here today might, will be a help to the brethren. And if somebody's still learning and still growing like a babe in Christ, I pray, I pray this message will help you as you're growing forth in, in Christ that will help you learn how to rightly divide the Scriptures. And to us, <laughs> are still saved. Because we haven't, we haven't un, become unsaved. Ephesians one thirteen, we're sealed. But to us, to but us that are just a little bit more mature, I should say, to us that are a little bit more mature, but are still seeking to continue to keep learning, because we need to be, always be willing to be learning, and learning until the day that we die. That's right. But learning the scriptures rightly divided. I just pray that this is a help to each and every one. Now, I was praying if there's someone out there that's not saved, that's listening to this video. I mean, you, you heard the gospel for, back in First Corinthians, First Corinthians chapter 15, verses three and four, about Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, how they, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, mm -hmm. and that He was buried, and that He rose again the third day according to the scriptures. You know, you you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, now shall be saved. You place your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and you can be saved today. Amen. And just remember, I don't care what anyone says along the lines that it's by faith alone. If they're trying to tell you something different than that, it's not It's not right. Because Ephesians 2, 8, 9, to get saved is by faith alone. Believing by faith alone in the Lord Jesus Christ and you can and you will be saved. But there's no works on your part, dear sinner. There is no works on your part that's going to afford you and grant you the right to be saved and, and enter the gates of heaven because it's not going to happen. The way of salvation was made plain and God gave it to the Apostle Paul. Whenever he was sent forth and God called him to be the Apostle of the Gentiles, Romans eleven thirteen. You know, he's Apostle to the Gentiles today. And he tells us today 
And if you're going to get saved, it's going to be by faith alone. Otherwise, you're not going to get it. So, by faith and faith alone is how we are saved today. And it's not by faith and works as was with Abraham. And, and not only that, looking back just for a second more with the message, looking back, Abraham's faith wasn't even, his, his faith was not even the same faith as what our faith is in today. Because our faith is in the Lord Jesus Christ. Our faith is in the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Abraham's faith was in God doing what he told him to do. God told him to go. And therefore he went. Perfect illustration. I'm at my work. My boss tells me, you need to do this. Okay, I'll do it. And I, I obeyed him. By faith, I obeyed him. But just like, but just like with Abraham, look right here. Because Abraham had faith in works. By faith, I obey what my boss told me. But by works, I do my job at my at my work. And therefore, I have faith in works at my job. But if I'm at my job alone, by faith alone, I'm not going to do my job. Because by faith alone, the boss is just going to see me as lazy and he's just going to bring me right out the door because you're not doing nothing, so therefore you need to get out. <laughs> With Abraham, he had faith in works. Perfect typology. And that, that's just it. Typology. Not literally. Yep. Because we see the typology with Abraham. So our our salvation today, though it is a type, it is not the same as Abraham. Now I hope I stressed it, you know, right and perfectly enough to where it made sense, you know, and it clicked with someone. I hope that it clicked, and it all makes sense. And I hope that within the church, you know, not just not just Baptist alone, but within the whole church. All that who place their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ by faith alone, I pray that they see Abraham's faith was not the same as the faith today. That's right. And his faith was not in the same thing as us today. I just pray that that's seen. I just, I just pray that, that it's seen and that it's understood. And it's understood clearly. Amen. Amen, Brother Landon. Thank you so very much for uh, this message. Um, I, I just want to say that that um, you know a lot believe that salvation throughout the whole Bible you know, is by faith. You know, um, but in all actuality, in the Old Testament. They not only had to have faith, but they had to demonstrate their faith by their works. Because what if Abraham had not gotten out of his own country like God told him to? What if he had not tried to sacrifice Isaac? What if Noah, God told him to build an ark? What if he had not built that ark? What if he would have said, well, that's crazy. I ain't going to do that. You know, it's not going to rain. There's no rain. You know, that kind of stuff. Because he built that ark, eight souls were saved. For us, there is no works involved for the church in salvation. We are saved by grace through faith. That's it. You know, religion says, do this, do that, do this, do that, do this, do that. But Christianity says, done. It's not about what we do. It's about what Christ did on that cross. And then 
a lot in the in the New Testament church they they say that you know if a person professes to be saved but yet does not do any good works for the Lord then they're not saved you know and that is lordship salvation they're they're saying that you know uh this person uh is just not making the Lord the Lord of their life But the fact of the matter is, once a person is saved, Christ becomes their Lord. They don't make him their Lord. You know, whether they acknowledge him as their Lord, that is up to them. Remember what Brother Landon said? Should walk in them, those good works, right? Should being the key word. And as Brother Landon said, you know, they may not be uh, doing good works because, you know, they're, they're afraid, you know, or, you know, they're a babe in Christ, you know, something like that. You know, so, you know, it's, if a person puts their faith and trust in Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection, then they're saved. Amen. All right. Now go ahead and uh, and I'll stop right there. Thank you so very much for being with us today. Thank you for your prayers for us, our families, our ministries. Uh, please continue to pray for this podcast that the Lord will continue to use it mightily for His glory. Amen. All right. Until next time, God bless you.